Good evening, dear listener. How are you? I've got a bit of frog in my throat this evening. Sorry about that. I think I was singing too hard last night when I was singing in the choir, uh, of which more later, as there always is, because I know I bore you witless <laughs> about what we're up to in Sidmouth Choral Society. Anyway, uh, what have I got for you this evening? I've got all sorts, actually. The usual stuff. The Holy Trinity, yes. The... Bark, Beethoven, Mozart, they're all going to make an appearance. And um, and I did have something really nice lined up. It's just, it's gone off somewhere. I can't get it back. Oh, I don't know. If it's not going to be one of those shows, you know, one of those shows where, you know, it all goes to reels of cotton. Anyway, um, what have I got? This, you might have noticed, if you are a regular listener, that's a different version to my, um, well, I've arrived with the Queen of Sheba because... For some strange reason, the version that I used to do with the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields under Sir Neville Mariner, I can't find it. it that, that has also disappeared. So I've been trying various different versions over the last couple of weeks, and I got that one tonight. And I think, well, it's, it's all right, but it's nothing like as good as the Academy of St. Martin in the Fields. But hey-ho, it's still a great tune, and we love Handel. And of course we do, not least because, dare I say it, second time, yes, Sidmouth Course Society is singing Handel's Messiah. <laughs> On the 27th of April. Sorry, I won't mention it again. I'll get it out of the way now. Get it out of the way at the beginning of the show. <laughs> so that you can rest in peace knowing that the rest of the show will not include reference to my uh, singing endeavours. I say my singing, it's not just me. There's the 68 other people singing behind me, you know. I'm no, I'm no soloist. <laughs> Anyway, I hope you've had a great week since uh, I was last with you. And I have to confess, um, it was only after I sort of closed everything down that I thought I did not announce that last piece of music that I played last week. And of course, it was the Seal Lullaby by Whitaker. So, um, and I do, do often say, don't I, that I'm here with you until 10 o'clock, at which point I will tuck you into bed with your cocoa and your teddy bear and everything. And that was a lullaby. And I should, I, that was a perfect opportunity for me to sort of make big of that. But I completely missed the opportunity. So I'm sorry about that. So it's been interesting weather. I always talk about the weather. Why not? We're, we're English, aren't we? <laughs> it's always a big topic of conversation. And living in the, the southwest, I always say to people, if you don't like the weather, hang on a minute, give it another 10 and uh, it'll be different anyway. So, um, But have you noticed that there's lots and lots of flowers out? Now, if you live, certainly you live in the south of the country where we are and um, you're starting to see lots of the, the, the bulbing flowers, you know, the, the daffodils and your crocuses and plenty of snowdrops been out for a while now, but the daffodils have really gone mental. And I love a tulip and I hate to say I was so busy last autumn, I did not have time to plant my tulips and I'm really gutted now because... Last year, my, my lovely little courtyard garden was full of colour and this year it's not, so I'm a bit disappointed. But that, that'll teach me, won't it, to mark out the time. But it's hard to get time, wasn't it, in November when it wasn't raining? <laughs> and when you work full time and you sort of come home and it's dark and there's no, you can't plant your pots out at sort of five o'clock in the afternoon in November, can you? So I waffle and play some music. The reason I was going on about the bulbing flowers was because I've got Voices of Spring now, because that's great, isn't it? A bit of Strauss. And, uh, and it reminds us, doesn't it, that uh, spring's here, almost. Well, that's certainly signs of it.
big finish there by Strauss. That's a great piece of music, isn't it? Voices of Spring. I'm not sure I could hear too many. <laughs> too many. I couldn't hear any cuckoos or anything and stuff. But anyway, um, the Waltz Symphony Orchestra. Now, I was, normally I say, um, when, I, when I can't see that the, because uh, we've, got, we've got a computer system here, when we put up, we load our music up and it tells us who the, who's playing and who the orchestra is. And for me, it's the conductor plus the soloist plus everything, which is sometimes I go, uh, hang on a minute, it's just scrolling through. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, uh, that, that doesn't happen. But I've got the Waltz Symphony Orchestra with no, no mention of anyone, nobody conducting anything. And normally when things, these things happen, I say, oh, they haven't told me who's conducting, so pick your own. So I thought, well, you know, that's a bit lazy of me, isn't it? So um, let's go and look up the Waltz Symphony Orchestra and see, you know, who the conductors were, because I know that that particular album was uh, recorded in 2006. And sometimes you can go on onto uh, the internet and you can stick in, you, stick in your, uh, your orchestra and then they'll have a list of, um, list of conductors and, and when they were conducting, because you've got people like, I don't know, uh, Andre Previn was all over the place, wasn't he? And uh, who else? I, I tell you, Vasily Petrenko, he was with the Liverpool Phil, but he disappears off somewhere else. And of course, you got Simon Rattle, who was at the uh, City of Birmingham Symphony Orchestra, and then went off to, um, where was he? He went off to um, one of the Germans. Was it Berlin Symphony Orchestra? I think it was, no, Berlin Philharmonic, that's right, I think if I remember rightly. Anyway, so here is me thinking, there'll be a whole list of um, list of conductors for the Waltz Symphony Orchestra, and I'll be able to lie about which one it is if it doesn't give me a date. <laughs> Not that I'm very good at lying, even a person who's never met me before would know that I was lying, because I just can't, it's all over my face really, it's just, it's just there. Anyway, so I, I, I tap Waltz Symphony Orchestra conductor into, in a search engine on my iPad here, and no such thing. There's, it's, it's just, I'd, I think it was just a concert orchestra or just a studio orchestra that decided to call themselves the Waltz Symphony Orchestra because there's no mention. But it's interesting what comes up, doesn't it? Because <laughs> I, I quite often I'll say, I don't want to look it up because I rather like just thinking about silly things and what have you. But then, so it's come up there and it's, it's just, it says, people also ask, because it comes up with Andre Rue, doesn't he? Because I know that he's got his, he has his Strauss Orchestra and uh, he he does a very nice version of that particular Voices of Spring thing. Does a lot of Strauss actually, does old Andre Rue. So, so of course, top of the list, it comes Andre Rue. Um, and then it says, people also ask, is Andre Rue still married to his wife? I don't know why you would want to know that, but it's the, that is the top question about Andre Rue. How old is Andre Rue today? And this is my favourite one. Why is Andre Rue so popular? <laughs> oh, and that's how they have a load of people thinking he's not that good. So why is it that people think he's great? Or it's just someone thinking, I keep hearing about this Andre Rue creature. What's so good about him? It's so strange. I just, I don't know. It's just weird, isn't it? So when you do start typing things into a search engine, it's amazing what those the, the first question is that you, you sort of get up. I, I think I live a very sheltered life, really. Shall I move on a bit? Go on then. Um, so that was, I'll get, I'll get back to my announcing mode. That was Voices of Spring by Johann Strauss. And that was the Walt Symphony Orchestra of No Named Conductor. <laughs> I've got another little piece now. This is only, uh, it's less than two minutes, one of the shortest pieces, in fact, the shortest piece on the show. And uh, this is by way of an apology to a friend of mine. Uh, This is for you, Alfred. I know you're sitting listening there. You you haven't got to break out the wine yet. (laughs) Alfred won't mind if I tell you that. He's he's not totally enamoured of one of my favourite, one of my favourite... composers who is coming very late in the show so i pinged alfred tonight i said here's, here's a warning you know i'm just letting you know that ludovica and 
going to be featuring a bit later on. To which point he said, I'm breaking open the wine, I'm going to need it. <laughs> so I've just I've just shopped you to my entire audience, Alfred. I'm really sorry. But as a way of an apology to you, here is just under two minutes of organ music, because I know it's your favourite. Well, I did say it was only 1.38. I don't know why it was like that. I tried to sort of work it out, but I'm sorry, Alfred. Just one minute and 38 seconds of that, because I know there's a longer version. I couldn't find it. There's something really weird going on with the music that we've got. But anyway, I know that people like that particular piece of music. And it was Eugene Ormondy and E. Power Biggs. What a great name, E. Power Biggs. I presume that he was the uh, organist. Because I know Eugene Amand is conductor, and that was the Philomon, ph- ph- the Philadelphia Orchestra backing them both up. Interesting, isn't it? E. Power Big. Well, I bet his real name's Ernest, right? And he just thought that is just a really naff name for someone that plays music like that. <laughs> oh dear! What was his mother thinking, putting a middle name called like Power in the middle of that? Or did he just make it up? I don't know. We've got one of the longest pieces of music now after having had the shortest piece of music. Oh no, I've got to be fair, I will I will I will I will fess up folks. I will fess up. I have had I, I've had I've had a week. <laughs> I've had a lot going on. And I've been awake at five o'clock the last two mornings and I'm I'm just sort of talking complete rubber duck, as you can tell. So I have slipped in um two or three quite long pieces of music to give me a little bit of a break. <laughs> I am so sorry, but you're probably thinking, well, you do too much talking anyway, Denise, so we're quite pleased about that. So here is one of one of said longish pieces of music, 10 minutes, but it is a fantastic piece of music. Be prepared. We're going on an adventure. Get on the boat. We're going to join Sinbad.
Oh, it all comes right in the end, doesn't it? The Sea and Sinbad Ship, the London Symphony Orchestra there, conducted by John Mauchetti. So I think that's a great piece of music. I love a bit of Rimsky Korsakov, not least because I get I get to say that name. <laughs> you don't get names like that over here, do you? But yeah, Rimsky Korsakov, wonderful piece. Scheherazade, and just, uh, just marvellously played there by the LSO. That isn't the only bit of water we're going to be going on tonight, but you'll have to wait for the other one. <laughs> I'll just have, I'll just leave that little carrot dangling in front of your nose for a little while. Here's another short, cute little piece of music because I'm not going to make you go through 10, 11 minutes of music and not to lighten things up a tiny bit. I mean, I like to be fair. I like to immerse myself in something big, but when you've only got two hours of a show, you can't play lots of long stuff. Although I sort of might just do another. I think I've got one worth 11 minutes in a, in a minute, but it's a great piece of music. You'll thank me later, as my mother always used to say. In the meantime, one and a half minutes of fun. fun isn't it it's called the typewriter but you knew that of course you did you couldn't listen to that and not know it although I have to say if you were um if you're so young that you don't know what a typewriter is or let alone what it sounds like ask your mum well that was Leroy Anderson with his piece of music and he was conducting his pops concert orchestra for that short piece got some Mendelssohn now well I hadn't in Mendelssohn for ages might as well get on with it then. So this is the Reformation Symphony, number five. And uh, John Elliott Gardner is going to conduct the Vienna Philharmonic. I have to say, I like, I like a fifth symphony. If you think about Beethoven's fifth, that's always good, isn't it? But we're not playing Beethoven's fifth tonight, although he will make an appearance later. And of course, my very favourite, uh, Schubert's fifth. There's lots of stuff going on around the number five in music that I find rather interesting. I think I did a show a while back. In fact, I know I did a show a while back. That was every other tune or uh, piece of music was... Something with a, from somebody's fifth something. It was just an amazing show because you you couldn't think that so many amazing pieces of music had been sort of put in. The, I don't know what's going on and whether the, the 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 composers get into their full flow by the time they're doing their fifth. I don't know. It was just I, I, it's a great. It was a great show. Maybe I should do it again. <laughs> in the meantime, shall I get on with this one? 
Oh, that's just so jolly, isn't it? That's proper happy classics music, that. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you enjoyed my music, you probably enjoy everybody else's on the, uh, on, the, on the station as well because we do have something for absolutely everybody. So um, we've got our little jazz chap. That's Anthony. Comes in on a Wednesday night. The lovely Gavin does his cowboy show before me and then half a dozen others as well. Can't forget to mention the boss, but uh, we've got our, our little folky guys on a Monday in April doing her high energy dance show on a Friday night. Well, there's all sorts, really. Go and have a look. And um, if you see something else that you fancy, because you might just think, oh, Denise likes classical music. Denise likes everything, particularly, I have to say, embarrassingly for those that don't know this, one of my guilty secrets is um, the fact that I'd, I'd like a bit of disco. <laughs> Earth, Wind and Fire, anyone? Oh, yes. But not tonight. Not tonight, because uh, this is my little classical bit. But I do like a bit of a disco bop around the kitchen when I'm, <laughs> when I'm in the mood. Um, so, yes, I have to say, I, I, I'm not completely one-sided. I'm not, uh, you know, I do get about a bit and do other things. I think I've seen Earth, Wind and Fire three times now. And also Level 42, I've seen them a few times a lot. And I love Tears for Fears. I'm giving my age away, aren't I? Because that's sort of 1980s era, isn't it? <laughs> Oh dear. Moving swiftly on then. Um, but not for tonight's show. Not for tonight's show. But go and have a look. And if there's anything else that you like, if, if you can't listen to it live, you can always download all of our shows and put us put the entire crew in your pocket. <laughs> we will fit, I promise you, we will fit on uh, on your phone or wherever you put your downloads, wherever you put your your iPod things. An iPod, that's an old one, isn't it? Wherever you do your podcasts, download us. Take us with you. We like to, we, we like to get about. <laughs> Here's a great piece of music. This is a bit a bit more solemn, but that's okay because um, it's, 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 this is a, this, you can get behind the sentiment for this. And I've got another one coming later, which is along the same sort of riff. But this is Carl Jenkins. He's 80 this year. He was 80 last week. And I love Carl Jenkins. I think about Carl Jenkins' music, there's a lot of repetition in there. And if you're singing it, you better make it sound different each time you sing the same thing. It's very hard. Anyway, this is His Armed Man, of course, and uh, this is definitely a message that uh, would resonate with us all at the moment. This is the Sanctus from a Masterpiece.
That's a wonderful piece of music, isn't it? The London Phil again. I think that's the second time we've had them this evening. And the National Youth Choir was singing that. It's just a fantastic piece of music. I just think it's amazing. Oh, The Armed Man, a masterpiece. I've actually sung that. Although I did promise that I wouldn't mention it, so I better just quickly move on before I say something else. <laughs> I think Carl Jenkins is actually conducting that, uh, the choir and the London Phil as well. Now, I did promise you some more water. And here it is. No, 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 not the raindrop prelude. <laughs> We've had quite enough of that. Thank you. I nearly put it in the show tonight just for the laugh, but just I just can't bear the thought of any more water. You know, if you're trying to get anywhere at the moment, the roads are just a disaster, aren't they? And the thing about when you've got standing water is that you you don't know whether that standing water disguises a pothole. So I was coming through. Oh, where was I coming from yesterday? And I just knew uh, where I was. I could just see this lake at the side of the road and I couldn't avoid it because there were cars coming the way so I had to get but I literally had to slow right down because I thought if I go into that water at any speed I know I'm going to explode a tyre and so I literally was I was in first gear and true enough this water had you know it was it wasn't just a little puddle it was you know it was a hole and I managed to get in and out of it with my tyres intact. But if you if you don't see that, especially in the dark, if you don't see that and you go straight into it, you know, there's your tyre gone. And I've, I have had a, a tyre go in a pothole. Um, it was a year ago now, last January it was, coming down Peak Hill, which is one of the, the hills either side of Sidmouth, and lo- completely lost the tyre, just shredded it. It was unbelievable. Anyway, there we go. So you've got to be really careful when you've got uh, standing water now because you don't know what's underneath it. So do, do be careful when you're out there, folks, if you're driving, especially in, on those dark country lanes. And for those of you thinking, what is she talking about? Well, you might not be living in Sidmouth, might you? You might be living somewhere else, but Sidmouth is lovely. But we are we are in the countryside and we, you know, we have tractors and, and things like that that sometimes break up the road surface. And if you get a lot of water, a lot of rain, um, the water runs off the fields and it just sits on the road. <laughs> and sometimes, even on one of our one of our main roads, have you ever, 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 for folks that live in Sibith, have you ever been down Woolbrook when it is literally a running river? And I did that last week. It was absolutely throwing it down. Of course, all the aquifers are full. The, the, the land is absolutely drenched. There's nowhere for the water to go. It's just running off. Because it can't, there's nowhere, it's all gone. There's no places for it to go. And literally, this is, this is a main arterial route into the town. And it was literally like, well, it was just a river. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Dear God, oh my God. I, I should have had a canoe. Anyway, so I'm not going to play the raindrop prelude. But the good news about rainfall is it ends up somewhere, doesn't it? And we had that wonderful piece by Rybsky Korsakov earlier on. The sea and Sinbad ship. So and the seas are fed by other things, aren't they? Rivers, of course. So this is by Smetana. What a brilliant piece of music this is. And it's uh, Voltovar and it's called, it's the river. And just absolutely amazing. So if you've got 11 minutes and 47 seconds to spare, uh, just sit back and listen to this because you can hear the river starting off as a, a little trickle somewhere, a spring, and then you can hear it building and building and building. And then you can hear it going out to sea. It's just the most evocative piece of music. Libor Pesach is going to conduct the Czech Philharmonic Orchestra for you. So just just get your ears around this. It's the most wonderful piece of music.
half falls you at the end there. You just think he's going to just drift off and then all of a sudden hits you with those two last chords. So what do we think of that then? Smetana, just marvellous stuff. I've played that for ages, actually. I forgot how good it was. <laughs> oh, now, uh, we haven't got much from the movies tonight, but we've got this one. Have I got anything else? No, just this one, actually. And a bit of fantasy. And um, we're going to go flying. I always say it. I'm going to bore you again. Whenever I play John Williams, it makes you feel like flying. But here he is with the wonderful Hedwig, of course, the wonderful owl from Harry Potter, the first film, of course. And it's just oh, it's a great bit of fantasy. When I think about it now, I remember taking my boys to see that at the cinema when they were really quite small. And uh, Richard turned 30 in November. <laughs> That's how long ago it was. <laughs> Seems like five minutes ago. Anyway, let's enjoy a little bit of flight.
bit of adventure there and it all kicks off, doesn't it, after that? <laughs> oh, dearie me. I live, I do like a bit of fantasy and I do love the Harry Potter books. I haven't seen one of them for ages, actually. And I've, uh, I should, uh, next time the boys are home, maybe over Christmas, if they're both in, we'll just plonk ourselves in front of the telly and just go through all seven films. <laughs> I did that with Lewis uh, when he came home last year, when he was home for a, a couple of weeks. He came home for Easter, so we had a two or three weeks, which was lovely. And uh, we decided we were going to watch back-to-back um, Lord of the Rings. Wow, why not? <laughs> of course, those films go on for some considerable length of time, don't they? So it was it was great. I mean, I'm not all in one go, in one, one, one each night for three nights, but they are three-hour three hour films. But uh, you've got to get the popcorn out, don't you? <laughs> Sit down, pop. Corn, thank you. Bit of chocolate, job done. Oh, do, 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 do. What have we got now? So you're probably thinking, we haven't played any of your Holy Trinity yet, Denise, and surely Beethoven at least should have made a, 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 an appearance by now. Well, any, all in good time, children, all in good time. <laughs> you can't have it yet. In the meantime, let's play um, something from Boccherini. And everyone likes Boccherini because it's always so lovely, isn't it? Thank you. 
Ostrobothnian or Ostrobothnian Chamber Orchestra. Who knew there was such a thing? Well, obviously you do now. And Stephen Isselis was on the cello with Yuha Kangas was conducting. That's great. I've never heard of that orchestra before. I like a new orchestra. And that was a very good version of Boccherini's Concerto in B-flat major for cello and orchestra, don't you think? I always think of Boccherini. I can't think of Boccherini without thinking of spaghetti, but it's all, it's all Italian, isn't it? Oh, I'm such a philistine. I'm so sorry. Shostakovich. Yeah, just Shostakovich. I'll, I'll, I'll back announce it in a minute.
Oh, that's beautiful, isn't it? That's uh, Shostakovich's Piano Concerto Number no. 2 in F Major, and it was actually played by Shostakovich. That would be Dmitry Shostakovich. No, no, not the guy that actually uh, composed the music, who was also co- called Dmitry Shostakovich. Um, that was his grandson playing, and dad and son, whichever way you look at it, Maxim Shostakovich was conducting both his son the grandson of the composer, and Imusici de Montreal. So that's really gorgeous, isn't it? What a lovely family tradition that is, a lovely family follow-through to have grandpa's music played and conducted by son and grandson. Just lovely, just lovely. Don't tell me that talent doesn't run through families. I do believe it does. Not sure what talent ran through my family. (laughs) Chatting too much, probably. Now then, folks, I know you've been thinking, she's getting towards that. She's got oh, only 40 minutes of the show left. She hasn't done the, uh, she hasn't done the, the Holy Trinity yet. <laughs> Here we are. I've got them, all three of them together, even Beethoven, who doesn't normally feature this, this end of the show because normally he's a bit louder, isn't he? But I've actually got Bach first, and this has got to be one of my favourite pieces from him. Thank you. 
Oh, that's just beautiful, isn't it? I love that one. Fuck it out. Sleep is awake. The City of London Symphonia, conducted by Andrew Watkinson. I did promise you all three, one after the other. So we've got uh, the... Um, I forgot the Holy Trinity sandwich. That's what I was trying to get to. The Holy Trinity sandwich. The filling in the sandwich is Mozart.
it's gorgeous, isn't it? The English Chamber Orchestra, conducted by Radu Lupu and the wonderful pianist Murray Pereira. Just gorgeous. You can't beat a bit of Mozart, can you, really? I used to be able to play a bit of that, but not all of it, and nothing like as good as that. That was the uh, piano, I think it was the concerto, wasn't it? Yeah, number 20 in D minor, that was the second movement. We have the Beethoven bit now and then, because that'll be all three then, won't it? Something from the Patatique, I think.
Oh, it's just beautiful, isn't it? Bit of Beethoven there. Uh, the um, piano sonata number eight in C minor pathetique, of course, and that was Daniel Barenboim playing it. Bit of choral music now. And uh, I'm, I'm, as I lined this up, I thought, oh, look at that. It's the choir of Christchurch Cathedral, Oxford now. So I immediately texted my eldest because he has just started a new job at Christchurch College, Oxford. And of course, the cathedral is the effectively the chapel, isn't it, of, of Christchurch College. So, um, so this is what this one's for Richard, and he does like a bit of Howard Goodall. But you know, I like he likes that uh, Howard Goodall did the. Um, the Lord is my shepherd for the uh, Victor, Vicar of Dibley series. <laughs> Richard loves that. Um, I don't think he's listening tonight. He hasn't been particularly well this week. <laughs> he started his new job last week and uh, he he had to go home on Monday because he felt so awful. And he did sound dreadful when he rang me to say he was on his way home. And I thought, oh, you poor thing. He said, they haven't only just started the job. They're, thinking, they're going to think I'm just, you know, sw- swinging the lead as we say up north. And, uh, and he felt dreadfully guilty, but uh, he got back in yesterday and found out that somebody else had also been off with the cold so obviously there'd been something going around the office so he didn't feel quite so bad anyway he's pretty much recovered i think he still sounds a bit bunged up but uh it, it is only a cold so um but anyway richard this one if you are listening this one's for you because you like howard goodall and you are now working at Christchurch college Oxford. but this is from howard goodall's uh, eternal light and this is the annual day from that
That's gorgeous, isn't it? I haven't, I've never sung that piece of music. We very nearly got to sing it a while back. Um, but I think at the time it was deemed to be a little tricky for a little too, too challenging, shall we say, for the choir to sing. So we never did. But under our new um, conductor now, David Davis, uh, I've never heard, I, I did promise I wasn't going to bang on about it, but I, I have to because it's, we, have, we have never sounded better. I have to say, I've been singing with Sidmouth Cross Society for oh, over 10 years and maybe 15. And I have never heard the sound that we're making at the moment. And uh, and I think if anyone can get us to sing Eternal Light, I think uh, I think your man David could be the guy. But that was a beautiful rendition, was it not? Uh, the Choir of Christ Church Cathedral, Oxford. It doesn't say who the, the soloist was, which was a real shame, actually. Um, but the orchestra was London Musici, all under the baton and care of Stephen Darlington. So just beautiful stuff. I, I, I do like me choral. <laughs> I do. Anyway, and also like me piano music. And we do get quite a lot of it at this end of the show, don't we? Because we, we've, we just had a bit of Beethoven, didn't we? And we had Mozart before. So, uh, And this is, a, this is a beautiful piece of music. And I, I play it with... Um, without apology, on a very regular basis. And every time I play it, I will say the same thing that I say every time I play it, which is, what on earth were you thinking, Famey? So this is from Famey Gow, Scottish uh, Scottish uh, composer of mostly uh, piano music, and she plays uh, the piano here for this piece, her own piece. It's called War Song. But I have to say, I do not know why she called it that. <laughs> Because it just, it doesn't sound, it's not like um, Mars, the bringer of war, when you look, listen to the whole planet suite or anything like that. It really is just the most divine piece of piano music. Just, it's only three minutes long. I wish it was 30, um, but just so gorgeous. And I don't know why she called it, why she called it that. And if anyone's got any ideas, they can quickly text me on 07565 I'm sorry that I didn't give you the... Uh, the get in touch with me a bit earlier on the show, but as you've already been on the internet to find me, then you can always just, you'll, you, you know how to do the tech thing. But anyway, have a listen to this if you've not heard it before. Absolutely just, why did you call it that? I don't know. Thank you. 
Oh, that's just gorgeous. I, I play it every time I, it comes up on my uh, on my playlist. So that was played last time about three months ago. You'll be hearing it again, I have no doubt at all. Uh, sometime around, well, we could just coming up to March actually now, aren't we? Sometime in beginning of June. Because it's, it's an interesting day today, isn't it? It's, it's actually um, a leap year day, 29th. And we don't we, we don't get them very often while we do every four years. So it's your birthday today. <laughs> and you are now, you know, seven, because really you should be 28. Um, I hope you've had a lovely day because it's not every day that you can, you can, you know, not every year you can have your birthday, is it, for, for those that are born on the 29th of February. And I think it's interesting, isn't it? Because what day do you celebrate? Do you celebrate the day after the 28th or do you celebrate the day before the first? I don't know. I, for me, I have this thing about celebrating my birthday before it's actually turned up. So it's my birthday at the weekend, um, but it's on the Sunday. And um, I don't really want to be going to see my boys, my sons up, up country and then drive back on a Sunday night. So I have said uh, Saturday it is. So we're getting together next Saturday. Of course, my youngest son, Lewis, was also born on my birthday. So that, there, was a, there was a hell of a Christmas birthday present. So um, we're getting together next week and uh, that'll be nice. So because I, I, I will not celebrate the, before I won't go on the Saturday the 2nd because I can't do that. <laughs> I'm just weird. Anyway, we're going to play out with one of my favourite composers. And um, this is by way of apology to my friend Alfred, who had the uh, organ music towards the beginning of the show. This is, of course, Ludovica Ainaudi. And this is Resta Con May. Stay with me. You can't, unfortunately, stay with me because it is 10 o'clock soon and I shall be away. But I hope you have a lovely week and thank you for joining me this evening. I look forward to your company again next Thursday on Happy Classics, Sid Valley Radio. Good night. Thank you.